Hello, everybody. My name is Vanessa Simpson, your host to the Pain to Purpose podcast. This is episode number 16, new and fresh, but we have beautiful souls coming our way with such miraculous stories and are really changing and impacting the world. And so today we have Tom Palladino. He is a uh, energy researcher with over 25 years of experience developing healing techniques designed to help people all over the world to recover from pathogenic infection and experience true health and wellness. Tom, I'm so grateful and honored to have you on today. How are you? I am very well. I am very well. It's a pleasure. Thanks for the invite. Oh, of course. Yes, absolutely. So Tom, how did you just bump onto this path of being an energy researcher and healing and how did this even happen? <laughs> it's, it's, that's a great question. Obvious question. It's God's design. I, I could say that um, I was inspired by the scientist Nikola Tesla when I was younger and, and I read about Tesla and his incredible um, technique, his incredible discoveries. And in some way I wanted to be able to duplicate what Tesla had achieved. So to prepare the audience, we're, we're going to speak about scalar energy, which is non-physical. It's quantum energy. Some people call it consciousness or the mind of God. It's not electrons or protons. It's, it does not have mass. This is an informational field. And the, the ability, the, the reach that you have in this information field really is unlimited. So we're going to speak about scalar energy, which is the unlimited potential of the matrix or the information field. Mm, wow. So where does scholar energy originate from? I've theorized, and I believe my theories are correct, as well as other scientists. It's, it's the powerhouse of the universe, which are the stars. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the stars of the universe, they produce scalar energy. And when you really look at it in that macro sense or microscopic sense, it really is responsible for all energy in the universe, whether it's that of the stars or that of, of the human cell. So I'm working with star energy. And this star energy is not a flow of electrons. It's not electricity. I've tapped into a different dimension. Scalar energy is a different dimension than that of electromagnetic energy. So this is a new physics. This is a new textbook. This is a new branch of science. And very few people really even consider that there's two energies. There are two energies. So electricity and magnetism are valid, but the other energy, scalar energy, is poorly understood and it's not been embraced yet. So the difference, um... What is the difference from your perspective between scholar energy and electromagnetic energy? Everything, everything. I'll, I'll, I'll compare and contrast. <clears throat> scalar energy is from God. It's perfect. It's eternal. Electromagnetic energy is a derivative of scalar energy. It only lasts for a short period of time. It experiences entropy. It is imperfect and it leads to chaos. Scalar energy is from the stars. It serves as an unlimited source of intelligence energy, whereas electromagnetic energy is a derivative of scalar. Electromagnetic energy is limited. 
and and the scope of what you can perform with this energy is limited. So if you look at our world today, we're working with electromagnetic energy. Thus, the outcome is is determined, and it's it's really finite, as opposed to once we move over to scalar energy, we'll be working with an infinite energy with an infinite uh, series of possibilities, an infinite number of possibilities. Scalar energy is unlimited, so eventually our technology will be unlimited. And so to facilitate um, using this energy, you have some technology that you've been using. Yes, yes. I've, I've developed scalar energy instruments. I work with a, a brilliant engineer, and these are functioning scalar energy instruments that allow us to access a different dimension. Now, consider this. You've heard these terms before, wormhole or parallel universe or different dimensions. Some people call it the fifth dimension. There is another dimension. We live in the electromagnetic dimension. Okay, That's this world. That's the, the, the world that we live in, an electromagnetic dependent dimension. There's another dimension outside of electricity and magnetism, scalar energy. It's a massless dimension. There's, there's no physicality to it. It's the perfect spirit dimension. So that's what I'm working with. I'm working with energy that's perfect spirit. It's the spirit of God. It really is a divine energy. So I'm not encumbered by electrons or protons. I'm not encumbered by the elements of the periodic table. It's an information system that has no encumbrance. It has no drawback. It has no obstacle. So in, in summation, a scalar energy paradigm has no obstacles. It has no drawbacks, whereas the technology that's in vogue today, electromagnetic energy, it has its drawbacks, it has its limits. So what I'm trying to do is introduce people to this paradigm that's unlimited. That's an information system that's unlimited. Mm, which on, I know on a conscious level, that's what we've been, uh, that's, what, that's what we've been shooting for is how to reach beyond our limitations. And so when we're talking on scientific terms, getting past the electromagnetic field that's holding um, these obstacles and, and limitations, but it then is. just consciously moving to this abundant field where anything's possible. It, it is, it's as well stated, anything's possible. Now, what am I getting at? Well, we're, we're in an electromagnetic environment, so we're subject to gravity. If you were in a scalar energy environment, you would not be subject to gravity. You could move about freely without this, this impediment of gravity, without any G-forces. So imagine that. In the future, we'll be able to, to create anti-gravity instruments by only working in that paradigm of scalar energy. That's not subject to gravity. So again, there's so many things that we can do with this technology and uh, it, it's, it's simply mind-blowing mind what we can do. Right, yeah, and speaking about what we can do, so. Uh, what have you seen from, from people healing from using this type of technology? How does that work? Sure. When I work with these instruments, once again, I'm accessing the scalar dimension. I'm not working with electricity or magnetism. So with a scalar energy dimension, I work with people remotely by way of a photograph. And I want to sh share this. People email me photographs. This is my photograph. People will send me a photograph and I work through their photograph. 
because everything I do is an information system. So there's no physical presence in a scalar energy paradigm. There's only an informational presence. My photograph is the informational presence. And with that said, I can access a person, an animal, a plant anywhere in the world by way of their photograph. So it's not a physical connection. It's a intelligent connection. It's an intelligence that, that can connect by way of what we call quantum entanglement. So once I'm in that paradigm, I, am, I have this unlimited reach. I have instantaneous communication through this communication system. And in so doing, I can balance the chakras. Now, all of this is non-physical. I can balance the chakras or I can negate the molecular bonds of say a parasite or a bacterium. All of this is instructional. So scalar energy allows me to align the brain waves of the seven chakras. Scalar energy allows me to negate the molecular bonds of a germ, of a, of a microbe. I do all of this by way of their photograph. So again, this is a new branch of physics that demands a new understanding of reality. And, and the terms that I'm using are unique to my process with scalar energy. There really is no linguistic equivalent to electricity and magnetism. Wow. What have you, uh, from your studies so far, what have you seen people uh, healing from with uh, scholar light? I will go on record by saying these instruments can easily break down the molecular bonds, which are non-physical, it's intelligence, or the atomic bonds of viruses. So with that said, with these instruments, I can break down the, the bonds, the molecular bonds of say the herpes virus or the HIV virus. And all of this, I accomplish all of this by way of a person's photograph, okay? So again, this is a new approach. This is a new, new dynamic way of looking at reality. It has nothing to do with the electromagnetic spectrum. So it, it really begs to, to ask the question, well, how does this happen? And you only can explain this by, by your understanding of scalar energy. So in a scalar energy environment, you can change the information field. In other words, if a person has the information field of the herpes virus, I simply negate the information field of the herpes virus. And what happens? That information field ceases to exist and the, the herpes virus breaks apart. <clears throat> but keep in mind, this is an energetic process. It has nothing to do with physical reality because my instrument only works with non-physical reality. So in synopsis, let's use the herpes virus as an example. If I detect the herpes virus by somebody's photograph, somebody has herpes, I send information into that force field that negates the molecular bonds of the herpes virus. And the energy signal on the photograph breaks down, it breaks apart. So the herpes virus can no longer be detected. I've eradicated, I've disassembled the herpes virus found on the photograph. Wow. How interesting in that. That must be pretty miraculous to experience. It, it is miraculous. It is miraculous because this really calls into mind how healing can be done at a distance. Okay. And really it calls to mind that this is prayer or intention. A prayer is non-physical. Scalar energy is non-physical. How that prayer acts we don't know. It's a miracle. And how scalar energy acts, we don't know. I can only theorize it's a miracle. 
And this is why I call it the miracle of scalar light. It's a divine intervention. And, and I have to really underscore the fact that the energy is not from me, it's from God, it's from the stars. So we're working in a, an energy dimension that is, has no physical reality. There's no electrons, there's no elements, there's no molecules, there's only information. And that information can change uh, atomic structure, molecular structure, or elemental structure. And it's all done by way of scalar energy instrument at a distance, remotely, if you will, by way of a photograph. Is this something that we as humans can, can tap into ourselves, do you think? Yes. We do every day. You Ooh. do this every day that you pray and meditate. Wow. So my instrument is the scientific analog of prayer. Wow, I got you. And that's, that's one of my designs, to, to encourage people to pray or to think good thoughts or to be happy. Because ultimately, you're going to make your reality. And, it, and it really, a lot of times, it starts right here with your thoughts, with your attitude. And all of that is non-physical. All of that is your disposition. So my instrument, if you will, is a miniature star. But all of us have that star power in our mind or in our heart. Mm -hmm. And you don't need a scalar energy instrument to interface with the scalar energy divine dimension. Everybody has a mind. Everybody has a heart. Yeah. Your mind, your human heart far exceeds the capability of my instrument. Oh, I love, I love that. That's so beautiful. Oh. Wow. I, I love seeing science and spirituality merging. It's really beautiful because there's, there's been such a uh, you know, separation, you know, with being super analytical, logical, those type of people, and then those that are more on the spiritual side. But now that we're beginning to mend these, these two left and right hemispheres of the yes. brain, um, and then just within people, it's just beautiful to see. Yeah, I always say that scalar energy, which serves as the cause or the instructions, is really responsible for the universe. What we see, the physical world, is really the end result. It's the effect. So if, if you really want to take control of your destiny, start with the cause. Concentrate on the cause, not the effect. Wow. So how did uh, researchers, physicists in the past use scalar energy? Uh, Nikola Tesla developed scalar energy towers and he wanted to transmit this, this energy, this intelligence around the world to power the world. And to test as a testimony to his work, it was non-physical. And with that said, he had no electrical wires or no substation or, or no type of um, um, apparatus with the exception of a tower, one single tower. He built it on Long Island and he proposed to send energy, wireless energy around the world, which is intelligence. And that intelligence he intended to power the world. Well, the fact that this energy could travel through the earth and not lose its signal. You remember there's, there was only one tower in New, in New York and he, he proposed that that one tower could power the world. Well, the fact that, that one tower could power the world, that in and of itself should give us a clue as to the superior technology that he was working with. One power station could have powered the world. That power station could send energy through the world to somebody in Australia. 
without a weakness or diminution of its signal. That, that's quite unique. You know, electricity doesn't behave that way. So had we listened to this great inventor, Nikola Tesla, we probably would have had free energy by now, um, um, what I would consider wireless energy. But, you know, the, the corruption in the world, and, and many people realize that, um, that there, there are nefarious forces out there that, that stop this progress. Right. Wow. So you see, or I guess you agree then that the scholar energy would be able to um, be used as an unlimited supply for energy for our world then? It will solve our energy crisis. If Tesla could create a miniature star, he did it. We can recreate a miniature star and power the world. If you look at the universe, you, you see that there's an abundance, a super abundance of energy from the stars. All you have to duplicate is one star and you could power not only the, the, this world, you can power the entire solar system. So that's what I envision in the future, to recreate Tesla's work and to, to, to recreate a miniature star. That's what he had in Long Island, New York. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's so exciting, the future. Oh. Yes, yeah. imagine how we are um, uh, hindered today by oil exploration, it's expensive. How we're hindered today by depending upon an electromagnetic grid, you know, thank God we have it, but there, there's something much better than our existing power grid. And, and the scalar energy grid will be pennies on the dollar, much less expensive, clean, perfectly clean, um, you know, the, the stars don't pollute the universe. Scalar energy would be a miniature star that would not pollute our world. Uh, and unlimited supply of energy, as I've mentioned, and uh, the ability to address scarcity. You know, let's face it, energy is expensive. When you have this, this means of unlimited energy, you know, scarcity is no longer that keen of a consideration. Wow. Oh, that makes me so excited for our future and that you, it's, that you're a, it's very promising. Yes. And that you're, you're such a big part of it too. And so, yeah. How, how does it feel to be in this, this field and, and doing this work on a day-to-day -day basis? Exceptionally blessed, yeah. exceptionally blessed. I thank God for the wisdom. I thank God for, for this insight that what I can achieve with, with this knowledge. You know, I, I can't stress enough to the audience that this has never been done before. This is all groundbreaking research. And uh, if you've never heard of scalar energy, I'm not surprised. In some ways, it's suppressed to this day. But um, a lot of people don't consider that there's two energies. You know, if, if you look at most of our scientific work today, it's predicated upon electricity and magnetism, which, which is fine, but that's limited. And I would hope that the scientific world would would take a consideration for this other energy, scalar energy, what some people call zero point energy, which is unlimited. I, I'm really, I'm kind of flabbergasted that the scientific world is not waking up to this. Right, wow. And so you mentioned that, so when you're, so how a session works is you work with someone's photo and it connects with their uh, information field. And so then you're able to, um, balance out so the chakras a lot of a lot of my audience is very familiar with the chakras and balancing their no. their energy centers 
let's let's consider that. What is a chakra? It's scalar energy. Mm. They spin. They're yeah. vortices. And what is scalar energy? Scalar energy is a, a spinning vortex, a spinning vortex. And those those seven spin, spinning vortices are influenced by scalar energy. So a scalar energy wave will have a direct influence upon a scalar energy chakra. By the way, this is one of the reasons why in Western medicine, the, the chakras are not accepted or embraced because it's a different dimension. And because in medical science today, it's only considered the electromagnetic dimension as being relative, okay? There's two energies and the scalar energy dimension has as a profound influence upon the human body, the human mind. But that's never been discovered or poorly, poorly researched, I should say. And because of that, you know, these terms chakras, a lot of people think this is you know, somewhat borderland science. It is not, it's real. It's very pertinent, it's very real. And uh, th this, this is indeed an emerging science chakras in and of themselves <clears throat> that can only be explained by way of scalar energy theory. You cannot explain seven sport spinning uh, rotating vortices by way of electromagnetic energy. It's not electricity. So the, the, the chakras are scalar energy in character and only a scalar energy theory can explain how the seven chakras work in our information field. Wow. So I'm seeing like a scalar energy is like spirit. It's that energy of, of spirit of the stars. Wow. That's incredible. Oh, goodness gracious. So can you help us to understand how scalar energy is the cause of gravity? Yes. Gravity is an intelligence instructions. <clears throat> now in, in very simple terms, when, when a scalar energy is, is inward forcing, you'll see a increase in gravity. When you relax that, that um, scalar energy force field, relax it, and, and it starts to dissipate, that's anti-gravity. So inward creates gravity, outward will relax or create an anti-gravity force field. It's that simple. It's that simple. There, there have been some scientists who have experimented with scalar energy and have been able to overcome gravity. Mm -hmm. So scalar energy is the cause of gravity. Now, I'm going to go back a little bit in history. Newton, Isaac Newton, was, was um, discovered what he thought to be the principle of gravity. He, he described it in certain electromagnetic terms. Well, you know, God bless his effort, but he's wrong. Okay, the, the, the Newtonian concept of gravity in which two objects are, are in relation to one another and there's a gravitational constant is false. Simply stated, gravity is caused by scalar energy. You could either increase the scalar energy force field and concomitantly increase a, a, a gravity field, or you can decrease the scalar energy force field and correspondingly the, the, the gravitational force field decreases so the cause of gravity is scalar energy. So scalar energy and human enhancement. Somehow, I would love for you to explain how this is similar to photosynthesis to plants. 
My predecessor, Galen Hieronymus, planted um, uh, some garden variety plants in his basement and he covered the windows. So the plants that he grew in his basement were grown in a perfectly dark environment. And he was able to take a scalar energy instrument and string a wire from the cosmos into his basement, into the potted plants in his basement. And the plants grew in the dark under the influence of scalar energy. So it, it's come to, to, to my conclusion that really scalar energy, the, the star energy is responsible for photosynthesis because Galen had a scale, my predecessor, Galen Hieronymus had a scalar energy instrument that grew plants in the dark. So there's, there's a component of photosynthesis that we don't understand. Yes, it is an electromagnetic principle in many ways, but the overarching consideration, the overarching uh, uh, animating force is scalar energy. Sunlight, starlight is the overarching animating force of all photosynthesis. Mm. Wow, how powerful is this, you guys? We're uh, just, I love where we're, where we're going and how our, our consciousness is just expanding to um, accept this new research that is um, coming out, at least, you know, hopefully most of us, those of you listening to this are most likely going to be open to this type of um, knowledge and research information and not just knock it right at the, right at the feet. But um, so the, the people that you've worked with so far, uh, as far as the, the effects after scholar light, is it like just improved mood, um, physically yes. more energy, sleeping better? Many people tell me that the chakra balancing has served to deepen their dream state, which makes sense because your dreams are non-physical. And when this energy is influencing your brain waves, your chakras, it's going to change your brain waves and your chakras for the better. So many people say that they have a very deep, meaningful sleep without interruption. Some say that the chakra balancing has served to enhance their dream state. Others tell me that the, the chakra balancing has served to improve their digestion. Now, I can't promise any of that because I don't control scalar energy. God does. But I do have a scalar energy instrument that once I work with your photograph, it does impart that intelligence. It does impart those divine instructions. And the, you know, the outcome, the upshot, really, is there's so many factors that, that I cannot control. But what, what's really pertinent to note is I'm not working with electricity. I'm working with scalar energy that is, that is all-knowing. It's the perfect energy of God. And then I let God do the healing. I've always made it clear that, that Jesus Christ is the, is the divine healer. It's not me. So I'm working with God's energy, and it's God's healing. Mm -hmm. So important to remember, especially uh, for those of us ener energy healers, to know that we're um, we are the conductors of this miraculous energy, and it's just such an opportunity, such a gift to be able to be a conductor of such healing forces. You're right. You're right. And as long as you imitate nature, which is imitating the Creator, you'll you'll have great success. 
as long as you don't go against the laws of science, against the, the, the laws of the universe, and you're in accord with the universe, in accord with God, you'll have great success. And this is what I've always tried to, to really uh, inculcate in, in my research. And I've tried to inspire other researchers. If you're, if you're working with technology, imitate nature. Don't go against nature. Work hand in hand with nature and imitate nature. So if you're now a, a faith healer or if you're a light worker, you have to imitate nature. That's the only way you're going to be successful. The minute you go contrary to nature, you'll have disastrous results. You won't have any results. Mm, so when so when it comes to imitating nature, so I'm thinking of like uh, just as a practicing healer, you know, um, allowing allowing the force to uh, not not allowing my mind to get in the way, basically, just allowing yes. myself to be that conduit. What else do you mean by that, by being an imitation? No, that's very, that's very good. I, I like your thinking. I, I agree with you. And, and this is why we see so many faith healers. Let's just use that term, faith healer or light healers. They're very spiritual people because they realize that, that we are a conduit, as you said. We are a, 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 a walking battery, a, a reservoir, if you will, of God's healing energy, of God's healing light. You know, you ever think about people who can lay hands upon you and you're healed? Well, what are healing hands? Those are scalar hands. Those are scalar hands. A lot of people say that, uh, you know, some faith healers can lay their hands upon you. Yeah, it works. And is it their hand? No, it's, it's the scalar energy. It's the light of God that's being imparted through their hand. And that's, to me, that's, that's the, the most uh, pristine, that's the most... Uh, that's the most perfect healing that there is. If you know of a faith healer who has healing hands, go to that faith healer. Because that faith healer is walking in God's glory. <clears throat> and you, don't, you won't find anybody of his, of, of his or her ability in any hospital or clinic. Right. Or, or at least un, unrealized. I definitely have a um, kind of a theory around that, that those that feel feel called to be a healer. They have that deeper calling, but society only says there's only this many ways that you can go and do this type of service, at least in the Western world, right? But there, there is this calling to be a healer, to be of service um, that I've noticed with almost everyone that I meet, almost everyone. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're very good, yeah. And, and taking that into consideration, our Western medical model I, I give the, the, those in the medical community a, a great deal of a credit and they're hardworking, good people. And, and I mean every word of that. But that's not the only avenue to, to uh, spiritual, emotional, physical health. And many people realize that, that uh, this, this realm of consciousness or this divine energy has great potential. So when it comes to connecting with scholar light, which is, you know, connecting in prayer, meditation, can we can now that we have like this term for it um, and with how you've described it and reiterated that this is star power, this is spirit power, this is um, the benevolence of the universe, this is God. Do we call upon I'm connecting to scholar energy? How, how would you suggest us connecting to this and more consciously? 
by all means, call upon God. Uh, the the mm -hmm. term that's in vogue today with the scientific world or, or the scientific community is, is scalar energy or zero point energy. And that's why I call my website scalar light. But most appropriately, it's, it's the light of God. It's God's energy. It's, it's the blessing of God. So um, to be more personal, please be more personal. Ask God to heal. You know, it's, it's the light of God. That's what I'm working with, the light of God. Mm, wow. Wow, Tom. So wonderful. So this has been completely amazing. And I'm just so excited for where we're going to be going with this, with this research. And I'm super excited that I uh, got to do this, this free trial with you. So how can those that are listening get, get involved? My website is scalarlight.com. Anybody in the world can visit the website and uh, register for 15 days of free sessions. All you do is send us your photograph. You email us your photograph. So with that said, I want you to please consider scalarlight.com. Visit the homepage. It's rather conspicuous. You won't miss it. 15 days of free sessions. No questions asked. Send your family members and pets. Get their permission. And we will work with you um, uh, free of charge for 15 days. No questions. Wow. How beautiful is that, you guys? Free energy healing. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, thank you, Tom. Is there any, any last words of wisdom that you'd like to share with us? Many times I conclude my thoughts with this, with this common notion. Um, be happy. Okay. Do the best you can in life. Okay. And, and as long as you keep your life simple and, and, and you are an honest person and, and you follow the, these directives and the, these, these guidelines that God has given, You'll, you'll be very happy. You'll be very successful. So I always try and encourage people to, uh, to live in God's light. That's what I'm working with, God's light. And things will work out. You know, even though it's a troubled world, um, conduct yourself to the best of your ability. Be happy and, and just acknowledge God's blessing every day. Wow. Oh, wonderful, you guys. Thank you so much, Tom, and your dedication to this, this work um, as an energy healer myself and a, a teacher as well in um, Reiki and shamanic practices, just helping, helping people tap into uh, this, this universal force that has such deep, ancient, embedded yeah. wisdom within it that you can share with the world in your own unique divine expression. Just know that it's within you, that you have unlimited power. And I'm not even coming from a place of like, I'm perfectly healed or I got it all figured out. I'm, I'm 23 on my way, but um, I, every, every day, just acknowledging what, what Tom mentioned, acknowledging this divine gift of this day and even though those doubts and fears may come through just know that it's it is from the mind and we are working with powers such greater so thank you tom and namaste everybody